Welcome to the Lost Ground Podcast, where we like to sample new beverages, recount old stories, and talk about other random topics, while adding a bit of our own fucked up humor. I'm Mr. Yummy. And I'm Mr. Early ETS. Before we get started, you should know, we'll probably take these topics too far. It's who we are, and it's what we do. So pour yourself a drink, pop a beer, and enjoy a moment of conversation that will travel from the mundane to the offensive. Sorry. Sorry. That took so many tries. <laughs> it's all enjoyable. Oh, fuck. Hey, but you know, we're trying to do this shit right. Trying. So, not so, succeeding. No. Uh, so far, not good. <laughs> Can you imagine if your doctor said that to you? Like, I'm trying to do this shit right. I'm not succeeding, but it's... He's in half and you were doing hand surgery. <laughs> I don't know, man. Shit just happens sometimes. Not this kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's get straight into our Tullamore Dew. It is the uh, Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. This is gonna be a good start. Irish whiskey, and this is a Caribbean rum cask finish. Supposedly a sweet and tropical finish. Notes, notes, and taste. Not talking about love notes. Uh, we could be. Or we're talking about music notes. I mean, do you want to? Can. Well, here I'll pour. I'll pour us a little bit. All right, oh. let's get straight into this. For those of you joining us for the first time, we are going to sample this. We're gonna have it neat right now. Maybe down the road or uh, later in the podcast, we'll throw some ice in there. See how it. Usually we do. If it's not, if it's not rock oyster. Oh my god. Usually we'll oyster. throw a little bit of ice later. Um, yeah, and we're gonna give you our, our two cents worth on it. And give you just a little bit of information about it, and uh, maybe you can enjoy it yourself sometime. So, get straight into this. Cheers. Mm, it smells delicious. It smells like that Irish whiskey with a little extra sweetness. I almost fucked that up. I was just, I wasn't even going to let you smell it, just because I was like, what does that matter to me? <laughs> <laughs> There's our one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm a fan of Tillamore Dew. I love Tillamore Dew. But this is good. This is really good. Very yummy. Very sweet, but not like dessert sweet. It's no, it's just like a lighter, like a more smooth. It's like a, basically a, a, my first thought went to like a vanilla-y kind of. It's not even really tropical. It's just like a light sweetness. It's very, uh, very vanilla-y. Vanilla-y. But it's not through the whole flavor. It's just that after aftertaste has a little bit of vanilla. I just really tasted it at the very beginning. It I didn't like, taste it. <clears throat> I tasted it at the end mainly. Well, um, so I'm right. In other words, no, but that's no, very yummy, delicious. Uh, gives you that nice little warm sensation on the inside. Not overpowering, not uncomfortable. Doesn't make you want to cough or even want to drink a water afterwards. No, it's good. If you're a, a chaser type of person. But yeah, so Tullamore Dew. There's the Irish Whiskey Caribbean Rum Cast. What was that, 43%? 43%. And I believe it was like $31, $32. That's at not bad. BevMo. Not not a bad price for it's being very very fucking delicious. Uh, yeah, so go out there, get your own bottle of it. It's pretty fucking delicious. I'll mm. give it my uh, stamp of approval and oh, I definitely give it my stamp. I think we'll we'll get into rating it. Uh, you want to rate it now or do you want to rate it at the end? We can rate it towards the end when we've had time to fully enjoy it. Because like I know like with the last last one we did, which was the redemption, which I still yeah. liked. Yeah. Um, we when we rated it, I mean, I still feel like I was a little too harsh on it. Yeah, you, well, you said you were going to rate it, uh, well, during the episode, you said you were going to rate it a lot better at the mm-hmm. beginning. 
Yeah. And then you like dropped your rating down. Yeah, I did. A little later on. But you know, I mean, that's I've had I, a lot of I've had a lot of um a lot of whiskeys that I thought were delicious at the very beginning and then yeah, they they kind of get well, the thing that was desirable. happening with it is like, you know, the first glass, it just was good. It was smooth. It had a little bit of the rye taste. Mm-hmm. And after like the second glass, the rye taste wasn't going away. Yeah. And that was bothering me. Yeah. But I've also had, I've also had whiskeys where my first taste, I'm like, this is disgusting. I don't yeah. really like this. But then after a drink, and it's not just that I was getting a little bit buzzed, but I was actually starting to like the taste. I was noticing more and more about it. I find it. I do that with like, with, you know, medium level scotches. Yeah. Like the first taste, I'll be like, man, I'm not sure if I'm into that aftertaste. And then, like, I'll have a few more sips and be like, yeah, actually, I, you know, now yeah. that I'm used to it. Because when, you, when you're not expecting the aftertaste. Yeah. yeah especially it, if it's different than another scotch. Or yeah, especially scotch when they're, they're they're so smoky mm-hmm. that you don't, you go from not having anything smoky all day and then boom, it, yeah. it's overpowering. After no, that's that, not you know, giving you a fourth. pass, Rock Oyster. I'm not oh. giving you a pass because you're smoky for days afterwards. Fuck Rock Oyster. Nasty. Don't ever do it. Uh, Not even I, once. <laughs> yeah, I, if I I'm gonna re-rate a rock oyster, I'm gonna give it a point one. I'm gonna give it a negative, and it's got, it owes <laughs> me stars. <laughs> you gotta find bullshit. a way. To, like you're in star debt. <laughs> you're in star debt. <laughs> like all their ratings are slowly going down due to interest on all the other websites. <laughs> we communicate <laughs> until you pay off your star debt. It's gonna all start showing back up. I'm gonna give them so many bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> The uh, company tanks and <laughs> why did this happen? It's that podcast, <laughs> that goddamn podcast. Uh, we're gonna get cease and desist letters in the mail. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, by the way, uh, we are not reflecting the opinions of Tullamore Dew at all. So yeah, we are not paid don't by. Sue us. We're not being paid by any company as yet. And we're if not, we are, we're not being paid by anyone. We sometimes get sometimes get charitable gifts. Yeah, of, of alcohol. Fan supported right now. Fan supported, and we appreciate every last bit of it. <sighs> so I almost got into a car wreck yesterday. Oh, the you day did? before yesterday, I was coming down the hill from work, mm-hmm. and this ambulance fire truck one of the, is like was coming through the intersection, but the truck in front of me just decided to stop right before the intersection. No warning, nothing. And it was rainy and slippery outside, and I, I fucking locked my brakes up, scared the shit out of me. I was like, "Motherfucker, fucker, 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 fucker!" <laughs> and I stopped about three inches off his bumper. Oh shit! It was nerve wracking. It was like I wasn't like shaking or anything. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Like literally, as I'm like breaking, I'm like, "Motherfucker!" And it wasn't. Like, I mean, I've had moments where I've slammed on my brakes because the person in front of me random, you know, just suddenly slammed on their brakes when there's no signs ahead on why they would do that. Yeah, and then I start sliding a little bit after I, you know, they're locked up. Yeah, and I've stopped so close. And when you're in that slide, where you're just like, I can't really go right or left right now. Yeah, so I'm gonna hit them. Let's just see how quick, how you know, much yeah. damage is caused. I had cars on both sides of me, and thankfully I have anti like lock brakes. Otherwise, I would have totally locked up. And, so that's why I was. It was um. This was years ago. I was heading to this four way intersection. Light was green. I didn't know how long it had been green, but you know, I'm not speeding. Where you know, car and truck in front of me. It was a truck. They're going about the speed. I'm trailing right behind them, going the speed limit. And then right when they're crossing the line to go into the intersection, mm-hmm. they fucking lock up their brakes because it turned yellow. Mm. So they fucking go slide on. They're like, they're in the intersection. Like, there's just yeah. a little bit. And so I slam on my brakes. 
and the person behind me slams on the air brakes because mm-hmm. it where it's one of those scenes where I had seen I saw it turn yellow so I could have stopped in time but he could not right and he locked up so I was expecting him to go through right so I don't touch I'm start stop like inches behind him like no probably not inches probably about a foot and the person behind me is right behind me and this is a busy intersection so it quickly piles up with people behind us right and I see the guy keep looking in his mirror and then he fucking backs up into my bumper. He hit you? Yeah, he backed up to my bumper. I'm like, and it wasn't a high speed, but he just didn't know how much room he had. And he was like looking in his mirror and stuff. And then he tried to back up to get out of the intersection. What? Because it was one of those intersections that has like cameras. And I think he was just trying to get out of it so that, you know, he was worried about getting a ticket. Oh my God. And he hit me and I'm like, okay, well, this is a busy, I'm not going to get out here, but I'm sure he's going to pull over as soon as we get through it. So, you know, I turn on my turn signal as I'm sitting there, light goes green. We go through, and I go to pull into the next place, and he fucking just zooms off. Wow. Like, what a dick. And, I, of course, I get out, and there's not really any damage. My you know, bumper's slightly bent in. It's not bad, but. Right. But still. Yeah. That's fucked up. Talking about yellow lights, mm-hmm. but in the reverse. So when I went to Ireland uh, last year, you know, we have, it goes green, yellow, red, mm-hmm. and back to green. And the yellow light is warning you that it's about to be red. Well, in Ireland they have yellow lights that warn you well both that it's about to go to red but also when it's about to go to green mm-hmm. so i think that's fucking awesome so like you know to get ready yeah like, you know to get ready like okay the green put your cell coming. phone down <laughs> yeah seriously though no, for a lot of people because i don't text when i drive but I, there's no. so many people i'm sitting behind them like i missed a whole green light because the person in front of me was sitting there texting because exactly. they just weren't looking up well i mean i don't think the yellow lights are necessarily going to help with well, it, that it'll help leave it but it would help with mm-hmm. the flow of traffic just so much more like for me like i just watch the red lights you yeah know, that's what in i the do opposite direction yeah. and i know that my green light's coming but i think i mean the, the flow of traffic over there even when it was busy as long as you weren't in like the downtown, the very congested mm-hmm. congested areas where like no matter no amount of lights or anything's gonna help. Of course, uh, it also helps that Ireland has like fifty five people and they're all related. So no, there's a shit I'm ton kidding, of I'm people. Kidding. Oh my god, there's actually a lot of there's a lot of bicycle traffic over mm-hmm. there. It is fucking scary. I only almost hit one one time. That was it. I did not fucking see them. But I was also you gotta realize one. So I know how to drive a, a stick shift. Not a problem, but. I'm on the opposite side of the car. So you're using a, I'm you're... shifting with my left hand, which really isn't. It was just weird for the first couple of days. Well, it's just relearning it, you know. Yeah, it was just. I mean, I I, I sometimes shift with my left hand when I'm driving here because, like, for whatever reason, I'm doing something with my right hand. Like texting. Not nah, jerking off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so that was easy. Thankfully, the pedals are set up exactly the same. If had the pedals been like swapped. Where like your your left foot was the gas and not the clutch, then I would be totally fucked. But fortunately, those are all exactly the same. But one being on the opposite side of the car, and then two being on the opposite side of the road, mm-hmm. just completely fucked. With if me. I had to change into that setting, I would constantly get in, not just walk over to the wrong side to drive. I did a couple times. I would I would probably get in and sit down in the seat and then go fuck. I I, I would n- do that probably five or six times in the first couple of days. I never actually got into the car i never even like opened the door but a couple times i did go to the wrong side mm-hmm. and then i would just open it for my fiance i'm like yeah i was just opening <laughs> the door for you totally i'm, I'm good to drive yeah, like, i can see especially if, like i was talking with a friend or something as we're walking yeah. through the car i would get i would sit yeah. the de- fuck down in the seat yeah, so the worst part about it was well one was turning because when you turn left over there it's like well it's like turning right over here it's but it's it, mm-hmm. it fucks just, with your yeah, head you're constantly. against your brain's wiring. But the worst part about it was when I would just be on like 
um, I did a lot of backcountry uh, roads as, as mostly what I traveled on, mm-hmm. um, especially since we didn't really go to much of the northwest coast. There wasn't a lot to do over there. At least we didn't find anything to do. Um, Not stuff that you were interested in. Exactly. And will you just be driving? I'd be driving for like, you know, 30 minutes to an hour and not see another car. And then all of a sudden I would see a car and they'd be on the wrong side of the road and it would give me a minor heart attack like every fucking time. (laughs) It was so annoying. And then and then after being there, we were there for two weeks. And then I come home <laughs> and I have to completely retrain my brain back again. And it's, it's been almost a year now that I've been back and I still sometimes have like little heart attacks. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm on, I'm on the wrong side of the road, but I'm on the right side of the road. But all in all, it was a great trip to Ireland, but I've, yeah. oh, we've talked about it, but mm-hmm. um, just when it comes to the driving part. No, it's even, even, you know, especially when you go to a foreign country, there's just those little differences that kind of fuck with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it's you know, it's surprising. Like we when we were over there, um, some dude was like, you know, how, how does it feel to like drive on the right side of the road? I was like, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like you're stupid. Like, no, we drive on the right side of the road. And first of all, it's like most of the world drives on the side that the 5%, like 5% of the world actually drives on the left side of the road. And they're all countries that are either were colonized by America, uh, by England, like recently Mm -hmm. or, or still are kind of like. Yeah, recently apart, like New Zealand's on the left side of the road, but Australia's on the right. Because <laughs> you send the fuck? prisoners over there, they're gonna be like, "Fuck you, we're not listening to your <laughs> rules." We want they're like uh, up is down, Ron yeah. is right. Yeah, so super, super fucking weird. And I actually didn't realize that the majority of the world is actually drives on the right side mm-hmm. of the road, like America, which everyone should fucking. I've always actually wondered, like, how, like, an established city, like, or established country, like England, would even be able to switch over to the Dude, right that'd side be, that'd be so hard absolutely insane well that'd the be, infrastructure that it would take to fucking do that oh no, it would just be mind-boggling like, i'm sure it could be done but yeah i mean i don't as long as everything gets switched mm-hmm. but i think you'd have so many fucking wrecks and, and there'd be done. so much money that would have to go into that all at once yeah like i mean even i i accidentally so it was like usually like if you're you're driving and you panic you you know, pull to the right side Mm-hmm. of the road get off the road or, or you know just get out of the way when i did that one time when i was in a downtown fucking city in, in ireland and i was like just staring straight at a car and like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing i was like what the fuck are-? oh it's oh, me right. I'm, it's, in, I'm bad <laughs> i'm the asshole <laughs> no i can see it because that's like a that's our animal brain thing where you're just responding like for safety or whatever you just do something it's muscle then, memory yeah well even there's not stuff that's not even muscle memory like even like I've gone to you know a couple different countries and a lot of different states, and like I'll see something there that just doesn't gel with the state I'm from, mm-hmm. and it's not like I respond with muscle, but my brain will just suddenly go like, yeah, you know, that quick flash of what this isn't right, and then you immediately go like, well, that's because they do things different here. Yeah, you know? yeah. But no, great trip. I can't wait to go back. We uh, we stopped. Or we missed out on a lot. Like I didn't get to go to Tullamore Dew. Um, their distillery, but I got to go to Jameson and Bushmill. So, well, I just I wouldn't want to run a vacation list. where it's like we have to hit here and you're like a tight schedule. Yeah. And, and that's like my fiance was fun. like, "You want to go? Let's go." I was like, "No, it's it's fine." Like, it was going to be like another two hours of driving, and it was already like seven o'clock at night. And I was like, "I don't like this. We can just stay here, or we can just go to the next county over, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and stay." And that's what we did. I was like, "We don't need to see everything on this trip. Like, I want to be relaxed. I want to have fun. I'd rather spend." a few hours in a pub rather than 
a few more hours in the car just to go to one distillery and there's nothing else around the distillery so it would be go to that and then drive and i had to do all the driving because it was a stick shift and she couldn't yeah and she can't drive a lot of people nowadays can't drive no. like that's pretty common it's, yeah it's really weird uh not over, well, over here yes over there no manuals are the primary they're, they're far more popular than automatics well i know over there like that's um the um, neighbor across the way her and her husband just moved in you know it's out in the country and they had some kind of money but anyway so she got a jeep like a brand new jeep and mm-hmm. it's a manual mm-hmm. and i figured out it was a manual the first time she tried to drive it up the hill <laughs> because she stops opens the gate and then she fucking puts it in one and she doesn't try to shift the whole way up that hill <laughs> but she has the rpms kicked all the way up so it fucking sounds like a tractor trying to get up the hill good job honey because i guess she doesn't realize that she's not going to gain speed by racing down lord so and if you can't shift going up a hill like no she, but, every time she does it, she's been there for like six months now, and I always know, like, no matter where I am on the property, yeah, you, and you're like, that's a brand new Jeep. That's not cheap. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just a destroyed transmission and clutch. Seriously. I mean, the clutch might be okay, but the tranny's fucked. Uh, no, it takes, you know, it takes a little bit more it, skill to use a clutch. Yeah. I mean, it takes a little bit more. Not a lot. I mean, I think more than anything. One, one, I think everyone should drive manual because it co- it forces you to be more aware. I, you I, I agree with you. You have to yeah. be more aware to fucking drive, especially if you're in the city or if you're yeah. in traffic. It just does. it you Because you actually have to shift. You have to clutch. You have to pay attention to your RPMs, your speed, all, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, if you, you've been driving for a long time, that's just all sec- second nature. Like it is for me. I've been driving. I mean, I've been driving the stick shift since I was 16. Once that's yeah. when I learned uh, how to drive. But like this car I've had for four years now, and I mean I I never stall it. Well, last time I drove a stick, it was I had just been driving Class A because my car has a manual, mm-hmm. and so I had been driving Class A, which is a way different beast than just yeah. a regular. And so I got into it was uh, my friend's Mustang. She was asking if I could drive it because she had another vehicle to drive and just follow her. Yeah. And dude, I kept fucking it up. I was so embarrassed because I like, that's what I fucking was doing for a living at the time is driving Class A trucks. Yeah, but uh, I mean. But it was just I was so used to what I do with like first of all your car a car clutch to a like yeah. a pickup truck clutch is very different. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fucking difference between a car clutch and a semi yeah. clutch. Like they're vastly different. Uh, I've never even driven. A, it's like a, a five rig. speed versus an eighteen speed. Exactly. Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> but just like the pressure of the clutch, the way you shift, the how you release the clutch, all that shit is it's completely mm-hmm. different. Whereas, like, I would never try to float a um, regular car's clutch, really. Just you can. So I can I know float you mine. can, but you have to really know your RPMs. I can, well, I can float out of gear. I haven't quite learned how to float into gear. Whereas with the big, car. you know, the Class A vehicles, yeah. I would float in and out. And yeah. I, I know I can it. float out at 2,500 RPMs, and it just, whoop, it just comes straight out. But I'm guessing that you're supposed to float back in at 2,500 meters. Uh, um, well, like, it depends on the truck and what gear you're in for the big uh. trucks. But you would float out, like, so one of the trucks I had, you'd float out at, like, 2,700, uh-huh. and then you would get back in around 23. Hmm. Because the RPM's going to be lower when you go into a higher gear for the speed you're traveling. Right. So you want to catch it, for trucks, you catch it a little bit lower for most of them. Some trucks, you actually have to rev up a little bit. Like, I've driven some really crappy trucks where it drops RPM so quickly. Right. you got to rev it up a bit to just push it in there. Huh. Well, I have to, I'll have to look it up on my car. I'd, I'd be interested to see how that I always thought it'd be gears. cool. I just, I've never met someone that, you know, just floats most of their gears when they're driving a regular oh no that it was pure happenstance i think i did it on oops on the road uh, on your road here mm-hmm. like in here and i just like i didn't 
push my clutch in at just the right time, but I still shifted out of gear perfectly. And I was like, it was just the right RPM. Like, what the fuck was that? That was weird. And then I tried it again because I, I just glanced at my RPM. So I saw it was 2,500. So I was like, fuck it. Let's try this again. And it worked. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, no, that's cool. Glad I didn't fuck up my car. <laughs> <laughs> that's super awesome. So I wanted to get to this topic. I had this written down because mm-hmm. um, we were talking about, you know, Ireland and it made me think of Europe. You know, like, I was talking to someone and they brought up that there's a party I'm invited to and it's it's Dutch treat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dutch treat? And she was like, you know, no host, you pay for your own food and drinks. And I was like, oh, okay, Dutch yeah. treat. Hadn't really heard that phrase before. Going Dutch. So then I was like, I know there's Dutch courage, which is taking a shot of alcohol mm-hmm. and drinking some alcohol and Dutch treat. So I looked up to see how many Dutch phrases there are. And oh boy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh boy. How many do you, well, first of all, how many did you know before you looked it up? I knew like four or five. Which ones did you know? I have all these now in my head that I just learned. So I skipped the ones that I know, like um, Dutch speak, Dutch uncle. Like I skipped the ones that I had heard a lot. Okay. So, so the only one I'm going to have you try to guess. What they mean? What they mean. Okay. So Dutch leave. Uh, leaving without saying goodbye. You just leave leave the gathering. No, AWOL. Going AWOL as a soldier. Oh. That's kind of the same thing. I already... Uh, <laughs> Dutch widow. Um, I don't know. A prostitute. Wow. A Dutch act or a Dutch cure, like a cure for being Dutch. I don't know. Drinking yourself. No, it's suicide. Oh, Dutch cure. Cool. Dutch comfort. That's that's gotta be booze. Something boozy. No, it's something that's someone that's insincere, and they're not really trying to comfort what, what you. What was it again? Dutch comfort. It means Dutch that they're comfort. not really comforting you, that they're being fake. Oh. And Dutch sound like assholes. I know. That's, <laughs> what I just, that's what I want to get into. I want to get into this first. Um, Dutch generosity. Not, I don't know. When they screw you over. Oh, okay. That makes sense. A Dutch rub. Uh, no. I don't know. That's a noogie. A noogie. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, there was a lot. Like, there was... Like I gotta say, at least fifty or sixty of these. Wow. Like I'm, cure. I'm Dutch. Like I'm Dutch. Is you're fucked. Cause, so this is fucked up, but I like I <laughs> like. But when somebody <laughs> when somebody fucks up at, at work or or whatever I'm doing, it's suicides can be funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've talked about the uh, we've talked about how we we've have fucked up since the humors made su- uh, jokes. And so sometimes when somebody fucks up something simple, I'm just like, fucking kill yourself. I'm going to just start, like, go Dutch cure yourself. It's going to be my new phrase. Well, I just, it blows my mind. Like Dutch, evidently they're really hated because most of these phrases aren't common parlance or you're they're not common idioms anymore. Right. But at some point, Dutch were the most hated people on earth. Wow. They're like, the Dutch are like wiping their brow. They're like, I'm glad people are after the Jews and black people. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like, White supremacist, you know, some people hate Middle Easterns. Like, they're just all taking the heat off us Dutch. When it was just the Europeans all together, they're like, it's the Dutch. <laughs> Those are the guys we hate. That's funny. <laughs> it's crazy. The only man. phrase that I'd heard before was uh, was, was going Dutch. Going where Dutch. you go, like, you go out to dinner with a friend or whatever, and you just pay mm-hmm. for yourself. Like, that's the only term that I've like one of them was about. i'll be a dutchman which was basically saying that if i like it's like fuck me if i'm wrong oh yeah hmm. another one is it's dutch which saying something's just fucked up and wrong wow <laughs> like it was all negative man there wow. was not a lot of good was what was a good one um there wasn't any good <laughs> except dutch courage isn't super negative 
that could, that's take a shot, right? Yeah. Hmm. A little bit of Dutch. Cur- I don't know. A I don't Dutch like headache is a hangover. Dutch headache. Uh, I don't feel like the Dutch can. Double Dutch is one. gibberish. You got turned into a. It later was the name of a um, hopscotch game, but it means just someone who speaks gibberish. You can't double, understand. Double Dutch is not hopscotch. Or I mean, uh, jump, jump rope. rope. Yeah. Jump rope. Hopscotch. Like <laughs> all the there's Dutch happen. Is, That's all I know. It's happen. Well, I just I couldn't believe that like Dutch people. I wasn't aware that there's this much hate. Like I've read a lot of history. I never saw anything that was like, yeah, the Dutch fuck those guys. I've never, ah, no. Like, the Dutch were like, thank you, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Germany over there, you guys took a lot of heat off of us. And there's still no, like, you know, German courage or German widow. (laughs) Those phrases never came around, even though the Germans fucked shit up. That's funny. (laughs) Actually, how come they didn't get words named after us? I want to know where all this fucking hate came from. I know. I don't even think I know a Dutch person. That's like, I mean, I'm like. Part Dutch. I'm like one hundred and whatever. What's his name? The guy. Dutch. The guy. Oh, one guy in the unit. He's not Dutch, is he? Your unit? Oh no, I had. I knew someone. He uh, ended up. He was from. Um, he was Dutch. He ended up leaving early. He got um, a transfer back into the military there. At your unit, or mine. Mine. Yours. Oh. Yeah, no, he was this older guy. He'd been part of the special forces. I don't know if the Dutch special forces is. I don't know if it's a real thing, but. He wanted to move back to his home country, and so they did paperwork and swapped him back. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. You ever thought about being joining another country's military? There's not many we can. Right. Um. But yeah, I have thought about it honestly. Yeah. Because like um the for I don't know if they still do, but Thailand for a while was taking um, American service members, American and British service members. Really. Particularly NCOs. Really? They wanted you Makes to. Sense. They basically wanted you to come in and do training and hmm. help improve. And Brazil was doing that too, where if you came in with your um, with your um, TD two fourteen, they would they do a background investigation on you just to make sure you're not shady. Excuse me. But then they would yeah. give you like two ranks promotion on what you had. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know if Brazil's still doing it, but they were doing it for I guess a couple of years back. I was looking into it just because I started thinking. I was like, it'd be kind of crazy. Like, how, how what would your life look like if you just pack up, fucking move, and dude, lear- learning a different language, especially if you went to Brazil and you had to learn Portuguese, mm-hmm. that would be fucking. Well, the thing rough. about Thailand is a lot of people speak English. In well, yeah. So I, I think Brazil would be harder because I don't feel like there's as much English in Brazil as there is in. I know there's be a good amount, but I'm not sure in their military if there'd be as much English. I don't know, but I know Thailand. There's a lot in Thailand. Oh, there's a crack because they get so much tourism from us. Yeah, and the well, the, we have fucking naval bases there, don't yeah. we? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure they they do. So, and then lot. the other thing is French Foreign Legion. Yeah, they take anybody. Dude, they look so cool with their beards. I'm so jealous. Like I was actually them. looking into it because my friend, um, a friend I served with, he brought it up. That, that was his. That was his get out of jail free card. Like if he knew he needed to flee the country, if he was gonna get arrested or something, or out of mobster or something, anything crazy like that, because mm-hmm. French Foreign Legion doesn't do a fucking background check on you. No, at least they didn't when he. We, I looked into it after he said it for the requirements. Yeah, you need to have so many of your real teeth, <laughs> or no, you just have to have so many teeth that don't aren't fucked up, and okay. then you need to pass a basic medical exam. You need to speak English. And you need to have no major. You have issues. to speak English. You, English yeah. is the one required language. Really, their their languages are English and French, but English is more applicable to the different areas that they go to. Well, yeah, I mean, because they actively is, work in um, Africa. What I mean, English is the most. Um, mm-hmm. It's the number one language in the mm-hmm. world, isn't it? Well, I I think China is close there just because of their population. Um, Mandarin is pretty high up there. I know English is high. I think it's. I, I think it is the highest. most spoken. 
And it, that just stems from um, Britain colonizing so many fucking well, places. Yeah. And it's not even that easy of a... I mean, it's easy to be able to communicate in English, but to actually speak English in the way... Like, like American English is what I mean when I say English, not like fucking proper English. From like, conversational UK. English is hard to learn, I feel like. Just because we use so many, like, weird slang and comments. Yeah, and- we use a fuck ton of slangs. And the fact that we have one word that can mean... I know, like, a lot of fucking other uh, languages do the same thing, but I think... If I'm not mistaken, English is like the worst word. Like cool, like the word cool can be mm-hmm. I mean, temperature a temperature thing. Yeah, it can be something that is awesome or cool. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, and that's what like German would not because I spent a while learning German. Yeah, and it felt it was way more clear. Like it'd be harder to misunderstand as long as you knew the words that they were saying, or yeah. even if you knew, knew most of them, you could pick up on what they're saying because it's a very matter of fact, clear language. Yeah, that's like. Uh, Mandarin is the same way where it they have, um, I don't remember how many different words they have, but every word has a specific meaning, and they don't have very many dual meaning words. Yeah, that's like German. We do. And German's the same way. And that's why, like, I even to this day, I can watch German, like, watch a movie that has a lot of German, and I understand most of what they're saying, even though I don't practice it like I should. Right. Like, there was one movie I watched, and it was a hundred percent in German, and I didn't realize till like later that I wasn't reading the subtitles. Well, wow, that's cool. And That's I just, like, cool. it felt cool afterwards because um, I was talking to someone. They're like, what was that party about? I'm like, it was a birthday. They're like, in the subtitles, it never said birthday. It just said party. Really? And I, they were confused the whole thing about why they were having a party. That's cool. I was like, oh, it feels good. That's how kind of how it is. Like, I am by no means an expert in sign language. Mm-hmm. But I did take one semester. And my sister, she took, like, four semesters of it. And it was really good. And she taught me a bunch of shit. So when I see a movie, like, when I watched uh, mm-hmm. John Wick... I mean, they had that deaf bitch in the second movie. Yeah, the, uh, that one bad guy. It's kind of it's it's kind of sucks because I watch a lot of movies and they're not doing real sign language. And I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Well, that's the thing but we when, can even spot because I do that too, where I can spot when it's not real. Yeah. But it's like when we just watch Baby Driver. Yeah. And I'm no means like fluent or pro- proficient in sign language, but I could understand because we didn't have subtitles on the right. version we were watching. Yeah. And so, but I just understood what they were saying. Yeah. Like, I got it. Like, I don't know every word, but, but I But I can... got the gist and understood the conversation. It felt like exactly. I was there for the conversation, not exactly. just lost. Yeah. And it's actually, it's a really cool feeling. And I want to take more sign language. I really want to learn Spanish. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, German, it stuck with me. But, like, when I was living in San Diego and working with a lot of Hispanic guys, mm. my, my uh, understanding of Spanish was fucking high. Yeah. I understood a lot. And I could speak a fair amount. And I lost that so quickly. Yeah, it was like the the unit that I deployed with um, a while back. They were, I mean, every single fucking person that was organic to that unit knew Spanish, and they spoke it continuously. Mm-hmm. And even a lot of people that were attached, they were all Spanish-speaking, and it was constant. So for like seven, eight months, I was around it continuously. In the beginning, I had no idea. Well, I mean, I could pick out some words because, I mean, mm-hmm. we live in California, and yeah, uh, Mexicans, they're everywhere. There's Cavron's pretty easy to pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And shit like that. So I, I was able to like pick out certain words, but then by the end of it, I was like, I kind I like, I wouldn't say I knew what the conversation was about, but I could pick out a fair amount of words. I'm like, okay, I kind of get, I get what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool. But I always, I always make the jokes. Anytime anybody speaks a different language around me, I'm just like, whoa, bro, you talking shit? Let's go. Let's. They're like, no, I was talking about fucking the Game of Thrones. I mean, I wish I learned more Spanish instead of taking German when I was younger. Because it's cool that I know it and use it. But yeah. I kind of feel like part of why I didn't retain the Spanish I learned in San Diego is because I didn't do any book learning. 
associated with it. And for me, I know I retain stuff better when I also have book learning related to it. I'm I'm a very like I can read shit and I retain it. That's I'm I'm a doer. Yeah, not a re- I know you I learned That's from saying for me anyway. Hands on, visual like shit like that. Not I mean, no I know reading's visual, but that's not just that's just not how I learned the best. No, it depends on the subject, but I know for languages, like it's just that's the clearest. Because I mean, I was around a lot of yeah, you know, Hispanic people, and there was a lot of people. Who, there was three guys I worked with in San Diego that couldn't speak English. Yeah, like very few words, and I worked with them a lot. Yeah, no, I can barely fucking. I can't spell for shit. Honestly, <laughs> we we know this now. I had enough fucking spelling bees, but I don't think I could learn a language just by reading it. Like, well, I, I think would... it's a mix. That's what um. When I was deployed, you know, when it started getting near the end, we were having a little bit more free time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to start learning some Spanish. Yeah. And so I went to this um, one guy who he would always insult people in Spanish. And he mm-hmm. had kind of an accent. So I thought he knew Spanish. Like, he never spoke it fluently, but that he didn't have a lot of people around him that spoke it. Right. So I just assumed he talked it, which I guess is racist of me. <laughs> I don't know. Bastard. But I went up to him and I was like, hey, you know, I was wondering if, you know, you know, you could, you know, help me learn a little bit of Spanish. I was doing these courses that are free online. I was like, you know, maybe you mm-hmm. can work with me a little bit occasionally. And this Filipino guy who heard me, he was from my sample too, he started cracking up laughing. He's like, you dumbass, I know more Spanish than he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and he did. I think I could learn to read Spanish because it kind of... It looks very similar to uh, English, obviously. They use most of the same fucking alphabet that we do. Mm-hmm. They just have a couple extra fucking little notches over words that change the pronunciation or the notches over letters. I uh, think it's harder to read, a, at least for me, reading a foreign yeah. language at first. It's definitely, like, even now, because, like, if I hear a German word out, you know, aloud, mm-hmm. I can, it's the, it's the pronunciation. As long as it's close enough to the pronunciation I've heard, I can recognize it. But if I'm reading it, if I don't pronounce it right in my head, then I won't get the word right away. Hmm. So I can do it. It's just it's really slow when I'm reading German. Right. I'm really slow when I read English, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Homeschooling for the win. So we've established that we need to find out why the Dutch are (laughs) fucking bastards of the world. Fuck. I really want to know. But the thing is, is you can still use those words. Whereas like other like racial or ethnic slang words are completely off the table now. Like no one's gonna get mad if you say Dutch here or I'm yeah, Dutch. I think it's because nobody knows why the Dutch are so shitty. <laughs> Even the Dutch don't know. Like we travel there, and we're like trying to find the secret. We're like talking to like monks, and it's like the fucking um, the was it Da Vinci? Da Vinci Code. Yeah, it's like the Da Vinci Code, but about why the Dutch were so hated. <laughs> people keeping it hidden because if a word comes out they're gonna be the only hated group again we should have a uh, uh, nicholas cage play the role <laughs> of, of what tom hanks played <laughs> we Scott. totally should oh, oh, he's amazing Damn, i got all kinds of sounds coming out of me yeah you're just are we going for a second pour here i'm going for a second Ooh. pour are you ready for a second pour let's do a second pour so we just got some ice to try this out Try this out, a different flavor. See how it affects it. Cheers. Oh, so I did have something else. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier, you and I were looking for synonyms and stuff, and kind of messing around. Yeah. So I ended up on the uh, website for the Miriam-Webster dictionary, right? Okay. 
And as I was scrolling through the word whiskey for you know different synonyms and other words that are used for that whiskey, just right. messing around, there was a kid's definition, and I was like, mm. "This is interesting." Okay. <laughs> what who what therapist did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a kid's definition in order to because you know the real definition is very scientific and matter of fact, and it's basically just an adult who wants to know. And the kid's definition was like an alcoholic beverage, and it's basically very vague. Mm. And I was like, "Man, this is this is something I need to." Tr- to find out so then of course i'm like wonder if there's any no-no words Uh-oh. that made it to the kids definition Uh-oh. and part of me was really hoping there was Uh-oh. so that way we, we could put it out for parents where we're like you can just if your kid asks you a weird question like what's a vagina you can just hold on and i'll talk to you about it in one second and then you sneak off and you like search mirror and wester and you look for the kids definition like i was really hoping for that because <laughs> that'd be amazing it's like <laughs> this resource that no one knows about <laughs> but sadly in my journeys I tried a lot of different no-no words, and those do not have kids' definitions, which makes sense, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I was so let down, because I wanted to think that some guy out there was fucking going through every dirty... (laughs) Making up the kids' We got to find a way to tell kids what pornography is. Well, whiskey whiskey is... It's a Gaelic word for water of life, right? But at the same time, like an American child... Well, yeah, doesn't need to be using whiskey on a spelling test, and like he's, no. he's not going to be having to write a uh, he or she is not going to be having to write a paper in which they have to look up the definition of whiskey. Right. I mean, that seems pretty silly. Like you're not going to, you know, there's some you read a book and then Daddy you, loves his whiskey. Yeah, it's and then you, Daddy likes putting his so hands that's why on I saw mommy whiskey. I was like, man, there must be other words. But the furthest it went was sex. What was it for sex? So sex, it was a difference between two people's genders. And then the second definition was something like something that adults participate in while showing mutual affection. I think you really just offended a lot of people by saying that. All that the was the kid's was definition? <laughs> I don't know. All the sex was a difference between two genders. Call Miriam Webster. I don't <laughs> fucking know. They probably already are. Miriam Webster probably gets like 25 calls a fucking day. Are you fucking Oh, uh, 25 is such a joke. It's probably like 2,500. Probably. The same person. <laughs> Eight phones <laughs> going. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that fucking the picture of the, or the video of the dude in I think it's like Tokyo or Hong Kong or something, and he he's riding a bike and he has like thirty fucking yeah I've seen phones that. in front of him and he's mm-hmm. playing Pokemon Go on all of them. Yeah, I've seen that. Some dude insane. like that is just calling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't say they're a dude. We don't know what they identify as. Sorry. Whatever you. When you identify as thirty-seven <laughs> genders, you can make thirty-seven calls. That's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, you get one per gender. I guess I only get one vote. Yeah, me too. That's why back people don't know this. It's a real fact. Um, it used to be that you got how many votes based off each inch on your penis, uh-huh. and that's why they changed it when the um, black people got the remote, the right to vote because they realized it would destroy. <laughs> 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 that's not a true fact. I, I made that up. <laughs> but you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't disbelieve it. I saw credible so I should be like, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the weirdest thing ever. That's why John Hancock was so popular is because he had the biggest he got the most votes. <laughs> Good for him. But that's white people big. That's white people big. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking like four, maybe maybe five inches. I mean, it was early, so we hadn't had, you know, good we didn't have good diets and healthcare, yeah. so it was probably like two and a half was <laughs> <laughs> They're, oh. they're actually using centimeters, but they <laughs> forgot to put CM down. And well, in history, it's, re- it's recorded as inches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that'll be the na- next uh, National Treasure movie. 
Then we went to Nick Cage twice. We're giving you great movie ideas. This is gold. <laughs> I want some royalties, okay? These are these are that'll be our that'll be our next guest. <laughs> He's like, I want to do it. We we we're doing this out of a bedroom. He's like, I still want to do it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm bringing Bruckheimer. <laughs> Let's get this out there. <laughs> I'll fund it myself. I got another T-Rex skull to sell. <laughs> like, would, would you like a stout? I will give a stout a try if you don't mind. Okay. What we normally uh, we're all about a rolling rock. We are a rock. Who also doesn't endorse this podcast? <laughs> no endorsement whatsoever. But I went to fucking two places to get a bottle tonight and some beer and neither of them well the second spot did have rolling rock but it was in bottles and we don't do bottles not no. a rolling rock you want that aluminum taste <laughs> with rolling rock i mean i'll balance but it's just bo- bottles get inconvenient too like when you're trying to take them into recycling or something well they're fucking worth nothing yeah they're basically worth nothing and they're heavier and more work yeah so i'm gonna do more work for less money i just uh, i literally don't like the taste of rolling rock i do prefer bottle. the can honestly i love the can I, I don't know why. I think that aluminum, 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 aluminum taste. Words hard. Aluminium. Uh, aluminium, uh, from our, our UK brother, uh, adds to the flavor. I don't know. I just like. I don't know. It's just good. I just how I prefer it. I've drank so much of it, and it's delicious. I absolutely love rolling rock. There have been a couple of times in the last two months I've gone to the store to get some rolling rock, and I'll reach for the bottles and just stop and look at the cans. And I've, every time I go through. The, the gas station right here by the house and they'll they'll bring uh yeah the drive through there yeah they'll bring they'll bring a 12 pack out and i was like no 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 i want cans <laughs> they, they'll stop and look you want cans yes well they cans. they fucking know me there like yeah. my, most of the employees there because i usually come in the evening and they know me now and so i'll first. come by and i'll be like hey you know 12 pack rolling rock and they'll be like cans right <laughs> like they still ask just to not make two trips i'm like yeah yeah no, they. Um, I think they know me now because I'm always. Uh, they've they haven't brought me bottles in months. Mm-hmm. So I don't that know place is so shady, man. A good thing about their customer service, or a bad thing about my alcoholism. Well, the thing is, is like the same people are always there. Like usually, if you come like one day a week, and then you come like four days later, it's a different yeah. shift or something. Yeah. But it's like there's always this one guy who's like this old sketchy dude with head tattoos. Yeah, and he's got that fucking the ball cap, but he's got the front bent yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. He kind of yeah. looks like my supply sergeant, actually. Yeah, he's just—he's kind of sketch, man. He's nice. Oh, he's kind of friendly. Kinda a, he's kind of like standoffish and kind of dicky, like he thinks he's cool. Mm-hmm. But he's—he's—I don't have a problem. But then there's the other dude, and he has beautiful eyes. <laughs> the one with the long hair. He has such <laughs> pretty. I, no, I am not gay. Oh. I like women. I love my fiance. I'm not gay, but damn, for him, he no. has beautiful. <laughs> beautiful blue eyes i, I want to be like hey take off that shirt so i can check out all the goods <laughs> yeah let me see it all honey uh, and no, then there's that other that. chick i don't know she doesn't compare to his, <laughs> his beautiful, beauty beautiful eyes he just stares into me ask me for my id none of them ask me for my id anymore so that's i think that's how that I that place so i had been gone hadn't been there it's a complete change in owner workers and with this new owner and these employees i haven't been asked for my id in the last three years yeah well no, not once. It's like maybe I'm just looking old, or maybe they just, just don't care. Could be all of the above. Or like I, most places, I don't get carded. The only places I really get carded are at like, uh, uh, like franchise places. So like Bethmo, like I always get carded. I still get carded but, at a lot of places. <clears throat> 
But if I go to a bar, most bars, I don't get carded. They're like, yeah, you're fucking... Unless there's a bouncer, and I don't get carded. And then they'll card you on the way in, yeah. Yeah, all, I mean, you, everyone gets carded at a, at a fucking... With a bouncer. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm just walking to a bar or a brewery, and they're like, nah, you're fucking good, or whatever. Or I go to a grocery store, usually... I uh, no, grocery stores, I usually get... They're more of a franchisee, yeah. so... So I got two friends, well, a friend and his wife that are, they're, you know, a good amount older than me, you know, 40. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever I go so, like to a bar or something with them, I don't get carded. No. No. It's like the the server's like wondering if I'm their son or not or what the deal is, but they assume that the older adults would, st- you know, call out. It's what, I, what my vibe I get is. No. Because if I go to the same establishments by myself or with a younger friend, 100% I'm getting fucking carded. Yeah. If I go, if that is, that is true. If I go to a bar with people... Like with a, you know, people my age or mm-hmm. younger, I always get carded. Yeah. But if I like walk in there alone or just with my girlfriend or or just you, like, I don't know the last time that you and I got carded. Like, no, we usually go places that were f- not super regular because it's not like we go to bars or anything that much. Yeah. We really don't. But we usually go to places where we've been there enough, and it's a small town that yeah they fucking recognize. And us. also, we obviously don't look under twenty one. No. And the, I think it's the stupidest thing is when, one, when like you go through a, a, like a register and the the checker is all fucking super serious. Oh, I need to see everybody's ID. And I, every time I just want to be like, no, no, you don't actually. Just the person who's purchasing the just, alcohol. Yeah. Because guess what? If I supply to a minor, someone who's under 21, it's on me. Well, no. Yes and no. Uh, if you sell to somebody and you can, you well, I guess if you if have you suspicion, suspi- yeah. suspicion, or you know that they are going to supply it to minors, then you yeah, get held you accountable too. Actually, but that doesn't mean you need fully. to necessarily check the ID. No, like, wh- like when I was when I was a checker, I would just check the person who's who's fucking buying it. I'm like, you know what? I don't care, and I'm not going to have any suspicion. Like, whatever. I was a kid, and um, we were in line. I was with my mom in line at Winco, and my mom like we're we have you know. This, Fucking a lot of people get in lines, long lines. Yeah. Right when we're at the the register, or when when she's putting the stuff on the belt, she realizes she forgot cooking wine. Oh no. And so she's like, "Hey, just you know, Mister E, go run back and get it." Mm-hmm. So I run back, and I'm like 11, 12 maybe, and I run back and get it. I come running up to the register, and that's when my mom's like, "Okay, and add this too, please." And the person, woman goes, "You let your son touch alcohol? He's not allowed to carry alcohol." There is no law against that. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I just had him running back and get it. I didn't want to leave my son alone here in line. Like, There's absolutely zero laws against that. And so that. she had this freak out. And then when we were bagging up, the worker kept checking to make sure I didn't carry the bag that had the, also, the cooking wine no in it. Also, no law against that. She was, she was super. She was like this like 50-year-old woman who just like looked haggard and like oh angry. God. People who take their job way too fucking seriously. It's like, oh, I hate that shit. But then they, the fucking, when I worked at the grocery store... They t- did a policy where, like, you had to check everyone's ID who looked under 45. And I'm like, but why? 45 or 44 and younger is not the limit. It's 21. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so there's that, that crappy little um, liquor store near where my grandparents live. I think you know the one. Yeah. And that place is so lax with IDs. And they'll go a couple months being super lax on IDing. And, and they'll then, get busted. And then suddenly, like, I won't even check see the news that they got busted, but I'll go in there. Because you know, I don't, I go there, like, every couple months. And they'll be like, ID, please. And I'm like, oh, you guys just got busted Damn. again. Dude, it's an expensive fine. It's like $10,000. No, I'm sure it's not cheap. But they've, at least that I've seen and I can prove, like, I can find out in the news, they've been busted, like, six times in the last 10 years. That's a lot. Yeah. It's like at least 60000 plus. Right, right. 
That's a lot. Yeah. Oh my god. That place is always doing business though. You walk in any yeah. anytime, there's like fifteen they're tweakers. They're like doing backdoor shit for oh, sure. I, I'm sure they are. That place is so shady. It's been around forever since I was a this, as old as I can. You know, two years old, three years old. When I, I can remember driving by that as we're turning down the road to head towards my grandparents. Yeah. The place is so fucking sketch. That's also not a great part of town. No, it's like awful. Absolutely horrible. I haven't. I've been up there twice. I think in the last. Well, since I started working up here. Yeah, you haven't been up there a lot. I haven't been up there a whole lot. I went up there. It was both times to go to the storage unit. That's it. Yeah. I don't like that part. Of town. No, that I, part do of like so I do like Shopko. I do like Shopko's parking lot. <laughs> the the oh. place is closed down now. Yes. Yes. That That's parking hard. lot has turned into like a uh, fucking homeless camp. Oh yeah, well it already was. When yeah, but now it's worse. Like there's people with oh, their yeah. RV set up, and it's when it so it hits a certain time, it's they so put out their wares to sell. Oh yeah, like, you can drive through there and do shopping. Like hey, obviously just, stolen goods. They're just they're just falling in on a niche. That's all it is. Uh-huh. Man, I don't want to make it to Walmart, but so like, do I go to the homeless bazaar? <laughs> Dude, I went to uh, so I've been to like flea markets and shit, mm-hmm. but I've never been to like. I don't want to sound racist when I say this. I went to it's it's a this flea market. Bad. <laughs> it's, a, it's a flea. Mar- it's straight up. It's a flea market. But almost every single little section was uh, it was every everybody there was Mexican. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say everybody there was Mexican. This, just the fucking truth of it. They were all Mexican, and I don't know. Oh, yeah, I scared you. That's fine. You can say that, man. There's nothing wrong with well, that. I was like, trying. You to... can make. You can make an appraisal. Like you're saying, as the person that was there, I feel like everyone was. And unless someone comes out with evidence, they're like, actually, it was about fifty-fifty split, and you're just racist. <laughs> and maybe it was fifty-fifty, but I'm gonna tell you that like ninety percent of the people shopping mm-hmm. were Mexican, and I don't consciously remember seeing any white people fucking running any kiosks or little little booths or anything mm-hmm. and the, the only only really the only white people i saw were the ones running the uh concession stands where the, the booze and shit was being sold i don't that doesn't mean anything to me but the whole time i i i just i'm just ha- looking at it looking at their selection i'm like i don't think this is just stuff that they had lying around their house. <laughs> I feel like this shit got lifted from a fucking semi. Whatever. Hey, if it, it might have not been. It could have totally not been. But there was a lot of like well, brand new boots. to the flea market around here? Uh, no. So the one around here, I've been a, a few times, not many. But like there's the people who have like they're dedicated to one theme. Like there's a guy who sells fishing stuff and he makes his own flies and bait and shit. And yeah. like he's probably legit. He always has the same kind of stuff and and like there's one guy that sports collectibles. It's like okay, he's pro- you know he has an eBay account. Yeah. Like, they, and like those are like people who are like very legit, you know. But then there's some that like you never know what wears they're gonna have. And whenever yeah. they have wears, just like eight or nine of the same thing, like a bunch of different boot sizes. Like you were saying, boots that were brand yeah. new, or like, man, those are a bunch of Avengers shirts. They look like they're from Walmart. Yeah, like some of some of the some of the boots were like, they made it. Mm-hmm. They made it themselves, or it was. It was obviously like a yard sale at a flea market. Mm-hmm. They just had a bunch of random shit at home. But then there was other places like, and then the, well, they also had places like or different booths that had like old used tools, mm-hmm. Pro- probably legit. But then they had like, <laughs> like like you said, like eight or nine of the exact same thing, mm-hmm. just like pal- pallets worth of certain items. And yeah, like, I 
Maybe, maybe you bought this wholesale. Maybe, maybe it's you actually possible. clicked the wrong button on Amazon yeah. and you got a thousand instead of hey, one. I'm not mad at it. Like, I cool. I'm glad that you can all come to a place and other people can take advantage of good deals and all this shit. But at the same point, how did you get it? Well, it's like the story my friend told me about uh, over the road trucking. There was this one pickup that you would do where um, it was picking up fucking laptop computers yeah. a bunch of brand new ones and at that point they needed to go to a separate facility to get like their serial codes and so on so if they were stolen in between those two locations they were just untraceable mm-hmm. and like three truck drivers got murdered because they would have to make this stop and then turn on the freeway so a guy would run up shoot them with the shotgun <laughs> they jump in the truck <laughs> that's some fucking fast so, and furious so they, shit and then the truck would be found like a couple days later just empty and what with the, the body of the, whatever trucker was murdered <laughs> Oh, so they made a yeah. road straight from the factory onto the freeway, and the rule was you didn't stop. You had to be full, like they had to check that you were full on fuel because they lose a lot of money. Like a fifty-three foot truck filled yeah. with lab, like high quality laptops. Yeah, that's a fuck ton of money. Yeah. That's like in a multi-million. That's expensive. So the rule was you had to, and then there was an off ramp when you were getting off to go straight into the facility <laughs> that you dropping the laptops off at. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I mean, that's like that's a real thing. Like people jacking whole trucks like that—that's a like, fucking real thing. No, I, that's not what I. That wasn't what I was no, possibly just, insinuating. Just, no, I'm, I'm saying, saying more like when when yeah. a fucking truck pulls off behind wherever and they offload a couple cases or a couple mm-hmm. of pallets of shit, or or when you're like right before a way station where they fucking dump a bunch of shit well, so they no, make weight. No, that shit happens somebody, all the time because I know like it does. Yeah. you can get a pallet. And because if there's one damaged item, they won't reimburse you for that one unless you get rid of the whole pallet. So you right. like, say you're doing a drop-off like for shoes and there's one box that's damaged. They'll right. refuse it because then they cover it and the trucking company doesn't care because they get insurance on it. Yeah. So then they tell you to throw it away. Right. And what do you fucking do? Somebody's <laughs> Getting fucking... Getting paid fucking $100 a day when you're working 14-hour days. Yeah. Someone's, someone's snatching that yeah, shit up. Probably the driver. You're going to be selling that driver. to somebody. Yeah. No. You're gonna have some buddy you call him up and be like, hey, you want a pallet of shoes? You want a pallet of snow globes? Whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. The like only thing you can't do that with is beer. They have to, the yeah. company has to watch you get rid of the beer. But like when I was so driving sad. for a bit, I would get pallets of Gatorade. All I always kept like this drinks because they're easier to store under it. I didn't want to yeah. keep any food products, even if they're cans. Like, what am I gonna yeah. do with you know, four thousand cans of tomato Dude, soup? That was the you. saddest part about like uh when I worked in the liquor department at the grocery store was when cases would show up broken and I would have to like dump it all out. And it's like, well, one, if you have like a broken bottle, you you can't salvage that anyways because I don't mm. want to drink liquor with fucking shards of glass yeah. in it. But uh, w- you'd get you'd get bottles that like the seal would get broken or, or people would try to steal something or the, the, like they do, they're about to get caught so they like bust it open and take a big old swig and then put the cap back on and like dump it and just having to go to the back room and just dump it dump out. Because I... I Hundred percent, swear on my mother, like I did not steal anything. I didn't. I there were so many times where I was like, I could just take a couple gulps, or I could just throw. I mean, I never did, and I was like, I just can't do it. Well, it just shows, like, I agree, like, because the whole thing when they would tell me to to dump in the dumpster, like uh, something that they're going to get insurance on, have to pay the you know yeah. whoever. I would put it in the dumpster and then take out, because <laughs> then I was like, I threw it away. I did what they told me Bad to. Bad boy. And now I'm just that I happen to be the guy who was there to get. I'm just out. a dumpster diver. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Now I'm not betraying my company's trust. I'm there you just go. <laughs> collecting you, the goods. You did exactly what you were required yeah. to do they by contract. They never said put in the dumpster and leave it. You can't take any of it. Yeah. If they did, I would have left it. See? Loopholes. I don't think it's a loophole. It's just because they probably wouldn't have been mad. Like they, everyone knew that it happened. But 
Because there's nothing illegal about it. I mean, I'm sure you could get in trouble. You could have at the time gotten in trouble had you been caught or whatever. But No, because like at some of those um, depots, if they like wreck a pallet there, because like Safeway has a depot that then goes to the stores, right? No. And so like a pallet gets damaged at the depot, they throw it away. It's fucking no good. They, they won't ship a broken pallet. At least yeah. that was the depot up there. And so they would just have all this shit that was damaged, and people, they would just open, even drivers coming in, anybody that worked there could just take what they wanted from it. I'd always check by the Safeway Depot to see what was fucking there. No, when we were at, at Safeway, we had to, our dumpsters, we had to lock them. Wow. Because um, if anybody, one, if anybody got into it and got hurt, you'd be liable. Safeway would have been sued. And then, two, if anybody ate any of the food that was yeah. in it and got sick, they could get sued again. So, like, we had to lock our dumpsters, and we had a fucking, like, a whole caged-in area for all our, our pallets and our fucking, mm-hmm. uh, our compost pallets from, like, the produce section or whatever. Like, all that shit had to be locked up so yeah. that we couldn't get sued because mm-hmm. that's how fucking California works. Yeah, Thanks, because if California. someone dove into a dumpster and ate some food that was obviously thrown away yeah. and got sick, they could be like, you didn't well, label it the dumpsters having food that would make me sick. It's partially that, and it's also one all of our compost that came from like the produce department. Mm-hmm. Safeway would sell to farmers mm-hmm. so that they could feed it to their livestock, and then also out there we put all of uh, well, so like all our produce would come in, in like plastic crates, and like all those had to go back to the warehouse. Like if they were like holding their own money, but also like cardboard. They would get like three hundred dollars a bear a bale of fucking cardboard. So like it was a big money thing, but the the trash can or the dump dumpsters was actually like a liability thing. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, I think we should get into rating this fucking whiskey. Yeah, it is absolutely delicious. I'm going to be biased because it's an Irish whiskey. I don't feel like we've done an Irish whiskey in, in quite yeah, some time. It feels like it's been a while. I think it's just always I feel the lack of the Irish. <sighs> it's. Uh, I've been drinking, we've been, well, we've been consistently drinking Irish whiskey for fucking many, many years. I've strayed to some scotches, like Glenlivet and Glenfiddich, occasionally, like, for special occasions. I've, but yeah, like, I've strayed to bottles. I haven't strayed to a certain, yeah, well, types. Not even types, but, like, I, like, I haven't strayed away from Irish whiskey for more than, like, a bottle or two of something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Like, I always immediately go back to Irish whiskey. I do I just, as well. We love it so much. So, I'm going to be biased in my rating because I love Irish whiskey so much. And this, so this is, but it's going to also be, I also have a very high standard for Irish whiskey. So in the same point, it should level out. But, uh, so here we, uh, we rate on a one to five or zero mm-hmm. to five, uh, star rating. You can get a negative star rating too, as I just said with rock yeah. oyster. Rock oyster. Fuck rock oyster. But so Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey is, is the Caribbean or Caribbean rum cast finish. I'm going to give it. A four point five. So, I really like this, and I it's really it. smooth. And I honestly, I'm on the fence of saying that this might be better than the regular until more do, but I can't 100 percent say that right now. I think I was just so excited about it, and so I can't. Sh- I think I think I would have to drink more than just two glasses of it to really. No, that's what I I'm honestly saying. would probably drink a couple bottles of it over time to like. Didn't understand if we do really or not. Yeah, feel it and love it, but yeah, I agree with you. It is delicious, absolutely delicious. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four point three, just to give myself more room for rating other models higher. Okay, so we're within two point two of each other. Point yeah, two, I like it. I I really do like it. I think for for the price, it's 
absolutely delicious. So and I've far. said this before. Like I've said this occasionally before when the drink merits it. But I think this would be something that if you were having a friend that was going to take a shot with you or was going to, you know, at a party, you know, have a couple friends over or something, and a couple of them weren't great about, like, they didn't love whiskeys. Yeah. I would consider getting this just because it's a lot easier than, I, I think, um, like, that that expensive, very fancy Bushmills bottle you got from Ireland. Yeah. I would not have offered that to anyone who didn't really like whiskeys. Oh, absolutely not. Because you needed to like Irish whiskeys no. to enjoy that. Otherwise, but, it would have been too much for yeah. you. Yeah. And even that Jameson old one, like the Black Barrel, yeah, yeah, that was good. It was amazing. It's probably the best whiskey I've ever had. Well, no, no, it's not. It's close to it. Uh, I think the Bushmills was way better than the Jameson. Yeah, that's what I was was Uh, trying. Well, the thing is about the uh, the Black Barrel was that it was cast strength, so it was at sixty percent. Yeah, one hundred and twenty proof, and that's a lot. And like, I literally had to put ice in it to fully enjoy it. I did not want to drink it straight. It was just it would it it hurt a little bit. Um, it would all the flavor was there, but the burn was just a little bit too much to just drink it straight. Um, they were they were both very good. That the the Bushmills that was finished in Akisha wood, holy fuck! Well, first of all, both bottles you can only get from Ireland. Uh, the the Black Barrel you can only get from the distillery. You you self pour it and you pay a stupid amount of money for it. But I was there and you know went went in Ireland. Uh, yeah. But the Akisha wood from Bushmills you can only get from the distillery mm-hmm. uh, as well. Like they're both from, only from the distillery in Ireland. And, oh, my God, I'm really, really upset that you can only get it from the distillery because I would be ordering, like, I'd probably order a case of that. I would drop a lot of fucking money. It's like 70 bucks, but it was fucking worth it. It was no, it was, so it was very good. It was uh, very, very sad. When I, oh, actually, I haven't finished it. Oh, you still I have I still some? have a little bit left, and I'm, I'm just trying to save it for... A special occasion, but if I don't have a special occasion that comes up soon, I'm gonna just drink it. Uh, but hey, I think we're wrapping it up here. I think this has been a great episode. I think it's been good. We traveled a lot, did we a did. lot of different topics. It was great. It was a Varied. lot of fun. We rated uh, it. We had a great bottle. We had a great conversation. I agree. And I hope everybody enjoyed themselves. Uh, please share and subscribe our 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 podcast channel. And if you like it, if you want to like share it and subscribe it and talk a bunch of mad shit, you know what? Do that too. <laughs> you could also do that. Fuck <laughs> it. You know, bad news is better than no news. So send is that, it. Is that what they say? I thought they said no news is better than bad news. No, I'm pretty sure it's bad news is better than no news. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> tell people about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe the person you tell thinks you're an idiot and they're, they're going to check it out. So and most people it. are idiots. So that's like, it's <laughs> <laughs> but, but not our listeners. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll, uh, I'm Mr. Early TS. I'm Mr. Yummy. We'll see you next time. Out.